Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rose Garden Podcast. It's your favorite host, King, and I'm here with TJ. We're back at it again with another episode, episode two. Let's dive right into it. Today's topic is I love my life the way it is, even though it's hard. Um, go first, let me go first. I'll go first. Um, like I said in the first episode, my life wasn't 100% terrible, but it wasn't the easiest, it wasn't the easiest either. Um, I think one of the hardest memories and moments I had to deal with was my, my parents getting divorced. Um, they got divorced when I was around 15, 16 years old. Um, I talked talk about it a little bit before, but um, I didn't like really like say like how I felt about it. Um, uh, around that time, uh, I was just going into high school. So it was a, it was a different transition and it, it was a new area new kids, you know, new school, all that. I didn't really know anybody like that. Um, but I was make, able to make friends quickly. And uh, throughout the school year, uh, when I made friends, I also had friends who had parents who were never together even before they were born. Or parents who uh, were in the middle of divorce or going through divorce. And uh, other kids dealing with like step-parents and step-brothers, step-sisters, like, I never really had to deal with that, that kind of stuff. I never had a stepmom or a stepdad up until now. Um, my dad got remarried because <laughs> I'm a second wife. And uh, I never met this woman. And I, I really don't want to um, because I feel like if I would have known they got married and like I'd known who she was as a person, from what I know now, like, I probably would have, <laughs> I probably would low-key got in the middle of it because I don't want to see my family go down the drain. I don't want to see my family not be happy and be miserable and, you know, just, just, just hating life. And not saying that he feels that way, but sometimes I feel like he can just do better, you know, and no disrespect to her. I, I, I don't, like I said, I don't know this woman. I never met her to this day. Like, I still have not even seen her. So I don't disrespect to her, but, um, I know my dad, you know what I mean? I, I know him like the back of my hand. It's literally like, it's, it's, I'm, I'm his clone. I look just like him, I talk like him, you know what I mean? Like it's, I'm him and another body, like, but just like on a whole different level, like we're, we're the same world, but we're not the same, you know what I mean? But um, I, just, I know he can do better. I know what he's capable of and um, it's just, it's sad to see fucking good people get treated like shit. And um, I can never definitely relate on that. Like my whole life, it's just been me having a good heart and then getting fucked over for it. You know, yeah. especially with relationships and um, even 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 with family. I have family taking advantage of me. Multiple multiple like failed relationships, and it gets to a point where you start to think that it's your fault, and that shit weighs on you, and that shit stays with you down there for life and it, it has like a big weight on your shoulder and sometimes that's just hard to shake because you start to, to believe all that negative bullshit because it gets beat to your brain so much that people tell you the same shit over and over again and you know you're this you're that and all of a sudden you start becoming that person slowly and you don't even realize it and uh, I guess how I dealt with that 
was honestly like music music and um writing like writing lyrics and poetry and like listening to like different kinds of music that i could relate to and literally had nights just literally sitting there in dark rooms and being fucking depressed and wondering like why the fuck is this happening to me like why me like what did i do like am i doing something wrong like you start just questioning yourself over and over and over again and eventually that shit just it just, it just it just fucks you up altogether, you know. Uh, but it's I can't like I'm trying to explain it the best way I can because you have to like really be in that mindset to know like how I'm feeling, you know. Like you have to have have to gone through that kind of stuff in order to like see what like I'm trying to say. Like it's it's such like a, a dark place to come out of, like. Nobody will be normal after this shit that you go through at a young age and then carry it into adulthood. Cause that, when when you're a kid, you remember everything. So that, that shit literally just, it sticks with you like a like a fucking leech or like a magnet. Like it's that's just hard to pull away. It's difficult, and it's even more difficult when you don't open up about it. And coming from somebody like me, like I'm not, I'm really not a big open person. Uh, doing this podcast is more like me coming out of my shell and actually like stepping forward to the plate and really trying to help help others out from the shit that, that I went through. Because uh, for a long time I didn't really listen. I was always told, you know, I should do some something like this on YouTube, and I just never like put an effort to do it or even like had the care to do it. I didn't have the motives to do it. I didn't, you know, I just didn't want to put myself out there, but. I never looked at it as helping somebody else. I was pretty much just being selfish about it. And now that like I'm doing it, like I feel, I feel good. You know, I'm getting other people involved, and, you know, getting shout outs and getting a lot of, a lot of good feedback and getting a lot of love for it. So uh, taking that one step in anything that that you're scared of or like you wasn't sure about is just it's just a, a, another big step to success. You know what I mean? And I feel like anybody can do it. You should really just put your mind to it but at first you, you gotta put yourself out of that that negative I can't do this or I don't know if I can do this or you know they said I can't do it you know you gotta get get out of that that bullshit that, that, that bullshit mindset because the only person stopping you was you at the end of the day yeah that's facts for sure um what about you like what are some what are some things that you had to go through that you weren't sure that you were gonna get out of like honestly there's a few can't really like like what's one that sticks out you stick out to you the most I'm not gonna lie like most of this shit it's like blurry to me mm-hmm. just cause you know I'm the I'm the type to move on from shit. I, when I was little, I realized like, I kept holding on to that type of things. Mm-hmm. And all it was doing, it was just affecting me. My mental health, just fucking my head a lot. Mm-hmm. Making me confused. Always asking myself why, why this happened to me. So, you know, throughout, throughout all those years, from middle school to high school, like, I just been telling myself, like, hey, you just got to let it go. Like, 
don't hold on to it. Just gotta let it go. Because yeah. throughout all them years, like I ain't gonna lie, like it was fucking with me a lot. And I had a lot of depression nights. Like I honestly didn't know what the fuck to do. Never, never got suicidal, yeah. but there was times where I didn't want to be around nobody. Yeah. Like I just want to be in my own space. Like even living with my family, I just. I just wanted to have, like, my own space. Like, I didn't want to be bothered. And, you know, like, like you said, you know, you wasn't very open with yourself. Mm -hmm. I wasn't either. And a lot of people realize, like, I'm a closed-off person. Mm -hmm. I don't share my shit. And I feel like I don't really need to share my shit. Right. When I'm ready, you know, I will. But I feel like a lot of people would try to force me. Bro, it, it's crazy. I it's like hate that shit, bro. a lot of people try to force me. Yeah, I wasn't fucking with that. Yeah. And like, if you really fuck with me, you're supposed to be patient with that type of stuff. Cause you know I gotta get comfortable. I gotta you know make sure like, you know we solid before I even throw all this shit at you. Right. Cause I'm not finna tell it to the wrong person. Right. So they can run off and tell me. You know, tell people my business and stuff. No, I'm not. So, like, we being honest, probably two people that's in my circle, plus my family, that, you know, knows my backstory, how I grew up. And, you know, a lot of support came from my family. You know, like, I even did, like, counseling and therapy. That didn't help. I'm not even gonna lie. That didn't help. It, it didn't help. Like you, you know, as a little kid being in counseling, I didn't know what the oh, fuck you that. Were, you were yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> like as a little kid, I didn't know what the fuck that was. Yeah, because you don't understand what was going on. No, I. I mean, I knew they were asking hella questions. Yeah. Oh, how you been? Yeah. Uh, what you be doing? Like, I honestly didn't know. Like, it's crazy because my grandma used to put me in like counseling camps. Counseling camp. Camp, yeah. I never heard of that. So it's like a group of kids, like it's a counseling team, mm. and then there's a whole bunch of kids. Which you like, certain days out of the week, they take you on like field trips, mm. and they just you know try to, you know, get us to get things off our minds. Right. You know, try to you know have fun and everything, and then they do like small sessions, like one by one, like ask you how like your life is and. Yeah. You know, but I did not understand that. You know, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, like, at all. Like, what am I doing here? I really thought it was just a camp. But it's crazy because that that little camp counseling shit, I passed by it almost every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn. Like, I really used to go there. And I didn't really realize, like, how fucked up. I was when I was little, you know, and it it's crazy because I didn't think I would be affected by all this when I was young. As an adult. Yeah, yeah. like, even when I was young, like, my grandma used to tell me, I used to cry every night, mm. every night for no reason, mm. just hurt, mm. lost, like, I need answers, but... You know, like, I got abandoned, basically. That's how I see it. Yeah. Because, I hate to say it, but my own birth mom literally chews drugs 
over me. She had a chance to uh, get me back, mm-hmm. but she never showed up to court. She didn't give a fuck. And at the same time, it's like she's asking me for a chance mm-hmm. to be back in my life. But, like, do you really deserve that chance? Because you never gave me, you know, another chance. Right. So why should I give you another chance? But not going to lie, like, on my birthday, because she hit me up. Yeah, this my this life, year. Yeah, this year. She hit me up wow. saying happy birthday and stuff. And I really sat there and, and I, you know, I was just thinking, like. How do you feel? I had mixed emotions about it. Yeah. I mean, it's like she's, still, she's trying now. Yeah. But why wait all these years, you know? Yeah. Like, why wait all these years? So it's still like, I still be like, uh little confused but deep down like i want to meet up and i want to have a conversation have a conversation you know get those answers that i've been wanting to ask her ever since i was little you need that that closure it's the closure that i need yeah Yeah. it i think after that like like that shit would just be behind me after that like i'll be cool you you so you think once you want to have the conversation you will feel 10 times better yeah I, I just 100%. need the, I just need the truth. Yeah. That's all I need. You know what I'm saying? Like, be 100 with me. We're adults. I was taken when I was four or five. Yeah. I'm 23 now. Like, right. come on now. I'm an adult now. Yeah. Be 100 with me. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to put my hands on you. I'm not going to do none of that. I just want to know the truth. You know, give me some type of closure. Like, I don't even know who my real birth father is, bro. Like, I don't know like you who. never seen him. Never seen him. And you know what's crazy? It's like... After I graduated, I started, you know, working these warehouse jobs. And it's like people knew who I was because of my name. And then they'll ask me, like, oh, you're her son, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but what's that got to do with me, you know? They be like, I think I know your dad. But there's so many stories, I don't know which one to believe, you know, like there's stories where he got killed and there's stories where he's out there, you know, with another family because he have his own kids, you know, with another woman. So it's like, what the fuck? Like, what's the truth? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even my grandma, she... I feel like she sat up there and lied to me about, like, my father. Mm-hmm. I feel like they don't want me to know. Like, what was it? I think it was, like, recent. Like, back in probably, like, October mm-hmm. is when she was telling me, like, have you found out, like, anything about your dad? Mm-hmm. But she was the one that told me that he got killed. So, like, I'm sitting there confused. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. getting multiple stories, and I just don't know which one to believe. So, you know, I I honestly just try to forget it. Because I... It's tough. It's tough. Like, I'm starting to just give up on that shit. Like, no one's going to tell me the real truth about it. And I don't have no type of hints. Nothing to help me to even 
you know, find him. You don't know that, like his name? Like his, his no name. name. I don't got nothing, bro. That's crazy. Address, name. Don't even have you, pictures. You, Never you, even you see you what he looked like. Google this nigga. Huh? You, you can't Google him or nothing. Nothing. That's crazy. I don't know who, like, my real birth father was. That's tough. Never met him. Supposedly he left when my mom was pregnant. Mm. But who knows? I, mean, I got some crystals about my parents, but that's, that takes the cake right there. Yeah. I mean I'm not I'm not talking like, like funny or nothing like that. Like that's just that's just mind blowing. Like the shit that I found out when I was twenty five, I was like, bro, like was, I wasn't surprised at the same time I was like it it is what it is. You know, because, like, I, you get so used to it, like, you get to a point where, like, she stops surprising you. Yeah, exactly. Like, a bunch of bastards just stop surprising you. you That's know? why, like, I said, like, I'm at the point to, like, you know, giving up on this shit. Like, I'm starting not giving a fuck. And I got so much respect for, um, you know, my, uh, I'm going to say dad. I call him, like, my stepdad because... Supposedly that when my mom was pregnant, since my birth father left, his homie, because I, I, I don't know if they was rapping or whatever, but had, you know, like, met with my mom and, like, he basically helped her through her whole pregnancy. So, like, when I was born, I was named after that nigga. Right. Which is, I mean, which is crazy to me, like, named after my stepfather, like, come on now. But it's crazy. It, crazy. But not so much respect to him. Yeah. He he literally stepped up. He put me in school. So, so. But it was my mom's fault that I wasn't able to be with him no more. She fucked it up for you? Yeah. That's when the soon as like That's crazy. I started being in school, like he put me in school and like he was putting me in sports, I was playing basketball. Like, that's when the system just snatched me up. I don't know where. I don't know where. Like, soon as he, because he always wanted a son. He never had a kid. So, basically, he said I was his first kid. So, it's fucked up. So, I have so much respect for him because when I was, you know, in foster care and stuff, he was the only one coming to the visits, not her. He came to every single birthday. She didn't show up. There is like no presence of her at all and he came to my games because i was uh that's when i got into football i got into football at a young age mm. i think like six or seven mm. that's when i started playing football mm. and that also like helped me with like my anger and stuff because i had a lot of anger issues when i was little like of course, i used to try to hurt myself too like yeah. smash my fingers like yeah. i used to do all dumb shit like yeah. But, now nah, he actually stepped up and was an actual father figure. And he always looked out for me. He always tried to give me money. He even, like, pulled up to my schools and just dropped off shit. Yeah. Like, here's some clothes. Yeah. Here's some new shoes. Yeah. You know, shit like that, like, randomly. Like, he was always looking out for me, and I never asked. And he always asked, D-Lo, want some money? I'm like, nah, I'm good. And then got to high school he got into drugs pretty heavy and turns out like he was he kept getting locked up you know fucking up his parole 
all the other stuff. Then, you know, like, I, I barely got to see him as soon as I hit high school. So, he didn't really, like, get to see me throughout my high school days. He never came to a high school football game. And it kind of hurt, you know what I'm saying? But I still had my dad, the one that adopted me, you know, be there for me. Mm-hmm. But also, I wanted him there too. But he, you know, he just couldn't, you know, act up or act right. So he had to accept those consequences. But then he popped up my senior year. Close to graduation. Popped up at my job at Chipotle. The one down there in Renton. That's where I used to work at. I don't know where he was like, what's up? Like, he just got out of jail. And he was, he was like begging me. He was like, what's up with the tickets to your graduation? And I was like, if you're really going to be there, I was like, I'll grab you tickets. You know? A couple days before my graduation, got locked up again. I was pissed. And I, and I held that against him for the longest, mm. the longest, and I was so pissed at him. It's just like I didn't want to talk to him, I didn't want to see him. He was blowing my phone. He wanted to talk, and I'm just like, I'm gonna be honest. Like I was just like, fuck off, like fuck you, it. like you know what I'm saying. Like I was pissed. Like yeah. you was the main one begging to come to my graduation. And you want to go on and fuck up your parole for like the 10th time and get sent back to jail. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's fucked up, but it's a, it's a lot it's a lot of regrets to it, though. Not going to lie, because after graduation, I think it was like a year, like, me and him ran into each other randomly. Late at night, it's like 11 o'clock. I'm in West Seattle. He's in West Seattle. Mm-hmm. I'm at the 7-Eleven. He's literally walking. I walk into my car, and he looks, and he's calling my name. And I look, and I'm like, what the fuck? And he was like, can you give me a ride? And something felt hella off. Like, hella off. Like, it wasn't him. Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, that nigga's on drugs. Like, rock bottom. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't him, it, you know. I dropped him off like down the street, and still, never talked to him. I was just—I don't want to say heartless, but I was just giving him hard love because if you really, you know, love me as a son, you would do better. So the only way, in my mind, the only way I can make him do better is just give him that like tough love. You know, because I said, like, you can't see me till you get clean. You, you know, you can't do nothing right. till you get clean. Right. And I was like, if I have kids, I don't want that around. Right. Like, right. So I was like, if you really love me, you'll get clean. You'll go to rehab, all that. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, it's been going on for like three to four years. And. Like, two two years back, we had, like, argued, like, in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Back in 2020, I was just, I wrote in the fattest paragraph. Like, it was, 
honestly, I regret every single word I said in that shit. Because then he was still blowing my phone up and I just never gave him a chance. I was still mad, you know? Yeah. And five months later, no, four months later, got a call saying he passed away. Oh, shit. Off an of overdose. Yeah. You know? And they said when they found him dead, like, in his room, that he had a Bible next to him. And I felt like I think he was trying to change, mm-hmm. you know, just asking God for help, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was just hard. Mm-hmm. And I felt like if I honestly, instead of like holding grudges and at least, you know, I try to support him. I really did like in the beginning. But then I got tired. I got tired, bro. Yeah. I, I didn't know what to do no more. Like I didn't want to deal with it no more. So, of course, I start. You know, telling him to fuck off and all that, but I felt like if I didn't like give up, cause I honestly did get give up, then he'll still be here. So like, I try to tell people, don't hold in grudges. Yeah. Don't, don't hate your mom. Don't hate your dad. Don't hate your siblings. Right. Don't. Right. I was like, cause at the end of the day. You know, that's who's no, gonna be yeah, with you. No, like no, no matter no, what. No, you got no day, matter you what. Know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're not gonna realize it till they're gone. Exactly. And you're gonna regret everything that, you know, went down and you just pushed them away. And that and honestly, that's the biggest fucking regret of twenty twenty, bro. Haunted me. I can, 2020, bro. I can relate on something like that. Um, me and uh, my mom, Charmaine, uh, she's hands down one of the best moms I've ever had in my life. Ever. She's better since day one, you know. Uh, raised me to the man that, that I really am today. Like, And like, me and her never really got along when I was younger. Um, even someone that as an adult, too, like, we didn't really get along until after I came back from, from college. I was gone for for three years, 2014 and 2016. I was gone. I left. I was 19. And uh, before I moved out, uh, after high school, I didn't, I didn't do shit after high school. I really was. I was working here and there, but like I wasn't really working like that. And I was just I was just playing video games, bro. Like that's all I was doing was them shit else. And uh, I remember I was on the game, and it's a run time when we were here there and get along. I remember when I was on the game, I was talking my shit. And I was talking to my parents, and then I was like, sometime, uh, I don't remember like, like what I fully said, but I was like, yeah, I hate my mom. And like a minute or two later, I got a phone call, and she was like, baby, I just got in a car accident. The car's totaled, the guy took off. Like, my heart dropped. My heart fucking dropped, because I felt like. I'm one who caused that accident. Like I, I like I fucked that shit in my soul, bro. Like I, I don't tell anybody this. I, I don't think I, I don't think I even told her this. So I, I felt so I felt so so damn guilty. I never felt that way a day in my life. I never felt so guilty ever in my life like that. Like I feel like I almost killed her. And I just I, I just remember just putting on the phone. Like I just my mouth was open. Like I started crying, bro. I was just, 
I was in complete shock. And uh, I remember coming home that day and like, you know, she was limping and stuff. And she she was okay, but like, she was kind of hurt, you know what I mean? Like she didn't have to go to the hospital or nothing like that, but I just, I just remember feeling so fucking guilty. <laughs> like I just murdered a bunch of fucking innocent animals or like some kids or something, you know what I mean? Like it was just the, the feeling that overcame my body and like my heart and my soul and my mind, like that shit, it was terrible. It was so fucking terrible. And I, I made a promise myself that I would never say that to anybody ever again in my life, ever. And, um, you know, even though like we didn't get along, like even 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 after that, we still still didn't get along. I, I ended up leaving the college. It really, really was because I wanted to get away from her. Yeah. And it's not because I hated her. It's not because I didn't like her. It's just at that time, like I said, my my parents were going through through a divorce, and it was still fresh. You know, like they're like they're like over like a year. Um, I was seventeen. And. Um, I didn't know literally until last December because I, I had a conversation with her about everything I was feeling. I literally held a conversation for years, bro. Like, when I say years, I'm talking about at least over a decade. At least over 10 years. I shit you not. Like, I've been, I always want to sit down and have a talk with her, tell her how I felt, da 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 da. But she was always, you know, we like verbally abusive and like, I never really knew why she was like that. She was always like, really like, like mean to me. Like, everybody. Who, who knew her were like, oh, no, she's not like that. You know what, bro? Y'all don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I be trying like, to tell like, people that. I'm not saying, like, she beat me. I don't know she loves because she, she never hands me ever in her life. She never, ever, ever, ever. And, but, people don't understand, like, you only, people only see what they allow you to see. You know what I mean? Like, people, mm-hmm. only, people only want you to see what, what, what they want you to see. You know what I mean? So, it was one of those cases, and she treated me like I was my dad. And um, I feel like a lot of that was because of him. Because when she seen me, she seen him. We look just alike. I'm literally my father's clone, you know? You heard him on the phone earlier, I sound just like that nigga. Nah, you do. Like, <laughs> I okay. sound just like, bro, like, this, okay. this is my fucking twin, bro. Like, <laughs> we look alike, we sound alike, we laugh alike, we smile alike, like, that's, I'm him in another fucking body. But we have me and my dad. Me and my have two different personalities. Mm-hmm. We look the same, but inside we were not the same. Yeah, in 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 some ways, you know. But um, she had a lot of anger in her, and um, we ended up talking and having this long. I got I got everything off my chest about how I was feeling, and you know about like uh, just growing up and like adoption and shit like that, and uh, us butting heads and not getting along and. I just, you know, I laid it all, laid it all out on the table, and I was just like, "Why'd you guys get divorced?" Mind you, I was twenty-seven at the time. I was turned twenty this year. I was twenty-seven years old. Over, of course, of like what, thirteen, fourteen years of not knowing mm-hmm. why I got divorced, right? Yeah. And she told me, and I'm not gonna put my, my dad's business out there. You know what I mean? I'm not saying like. He was wrong or wasn't wrong or she wrong, but you know what I mean? I'm not gonna go that he said she said bullshit, but um, once I found out, everything made sense. Because like like you, I was so fucking angry with her. Yeah. And 
I really didn't see it from her standpoint. I was really taking my dad's side because I was a daddy's boy and I felt because I, I was a black sheep of the family. You know, people would treat, treat me like dirt and I just, and it, it, it's, it's just me being me. You know, it's, it's, it's just me being who I am. So how did you feel like after like that whole conversation? The conversation I, honestly, um, we have a better relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what really broke that cycle. And um, it was very, it was very emotional. Intense, huh? Bro. <laughs> bro. I, like, when I, like, I was never, like, like, I, like I was saying earlier, like, we're not ones to open up. I, and I really wasn't open up to her. Like, I never opened her f- at yeah. all with anything. And I mean, I'm talking about even the smallest shit. Like, I would not say shit about it. I would go to other yeah. people. Or, like, I would just keep it to myself. It wasn't, it was either one or the other. And, like, once I opened up to her, it was like, God opened a new door to a brighter relationship. And now our relationship is beautiful, especially after the shit that I went through last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that all that shit made us closer and now like we try to contact her at least every week and you know how's your day how's it going what can I see you you know what Wait, you know it's crazy type shit like when you open up about shit mm-hmm. like you feel so much better you do low key like I noticed that like holding shit in, bro. Mm-hmm. It's just it's not worth mentally it, like it, tiring, bro. It builds like the seed inside of you. It do, You're and it's like mean. that's why I want to meet, you know, yeah. my mother. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like you should. And yeah. hear me out. And this this is coming from somebody who's been through what you're going through. Yeah, I, I had to do that twice. Um, with my mom too and um, but with Charmaine it was just like she's the only mother I knew mm-hmm. you know what I mean at the time like she's the only mother I knew and, and you know throughout life I, I, I've had other uh, mother figures you know but um, you know she's like I said she's been there since day one and it's just like getting that weight lift off your shoulders is like it's, it's such a good feeling because now I can talk to her about anything yeah, and and because like before, like I always felt like she would judge me, and she would you know, always tell me I'm wrong because that is what I was used. You to. You felt like you didn't have her support, like she wasn't yeah, there like, for you, right? That's, that's what I was yeah. used to. But I didn't realize she was there for me the whole time. She was just dealing dealing with her own shit and didn't know how to control it. Didn't know how, know how to go about it. So she would take her hand, hang around on me. And being the man that I am, I had I, I had that I had that same problem. Sometimes, sometimes I still do. Like don't get me wrong, but like I'm able to like recognize it and control it now. Yeah. And even though. I went through all that bullshit, and even though I honestly got traumatized from that shit, like when I say traumatized, I mean like little shit like triggers me. Like more like when people like when people yell at me, specifically females yell at me, I snap. I snap, and I can't I can't fucking help it because that's what like that's why I I was used to growing up. You women just fucking yell at me all the time. Yeah. So being in a house with somebody who doesn't know how to like. Talk to the kid like when I hear from like other people, I'm just like, bro, like, I I, I get the thing in my head, like, bro, like, I, I have flashbacks, and that shit just, it just, it, it triggers me, and like, not that like I, I it's not like I want to snap, you know what I mean, but like, 
certain things, like certain things that people would say, like, oh shit, like, that reminds my mom, or like, damn, reminds me, what, what the fuck, like, what would she say, you know what I mean? Like, it's it just like, you go into this mode where you just like, you black out. And, um, like I said, that shit sticks with you. <laughs> and it's, it's hard to get rid of that seed, you know, uh, that guilt and that grief and all that trauma and, and depression and anger like that's just not it's, it's not easy to deal with so when you i'm sure you have people say you, you got anger issues oh yeah no doubt no doubt you're hard-headed and you're stubborn and you don't open up and you know you're closed off and you're closed-minded you're selfish i'm like okay but you you gotta like take time to think about why we're like that people mm-hmm. people don't don't do that shit. They, just, they they just have tunnel vision and see only one thing and then base it off of everything that you're doing like bro like it's not something that we do on purpose it's just we came we became so accustomed to that shit we can't help it instead of saying what we're doing wrong try to help us you know what i mean instead of telling somebody what they're doing wrong try to help them instead of just picking out their flaws yeah because sitting there picking out the the negativity is not gonna help nobody it's just gonna it's just gonna make it worse and like you know, I used to think, you know, since my mom didn't give a fuck about me, you know, mm-hmm. what makes you think, like, and some other girl's going to give a fuck about exactly, me, you know what I'm saying? So, exactly. it's, so it was hard for me to even open up to any female, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, like, and I'm not going to lie, a lot of females took that shit to heart. Like, they, they took that shit to heart. Yeah. I, I didn't realize, like, you know, not trying to open up to them, like, trying to let them in, like, that would actually hurt them. But at the same time, like, I was still in that mindset of she's not going to give a fuck. My mom didn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. The woman that gave birth to me did not give one fuck. Right. So why should I even open up to you and tell you how, like, I really feel or what I went through why am I like this? And to this day, I'm still like, still with that, mm-hmm. like holding it in. But I'm slowly, you know, trying to process everything and slowly opening up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy how I'm opening up on here and I haven't opened up. To like anybody else, like in person, yeah, over the phone, none of that. So I ain't gonna lie, like this podcast shit, it helps. It does. It's it like, helps. It's, it's like a counseling session. Yeah, like, no, for real, it's like your own counseling session. Like, but like, go ahead. But like, also like, you know, I'm here to help whoever's going through the same shit. Exactly. You know, it's not easy. It's, it's a long road and you know you're gonna get to that end of the road real soon mm-hmm. but you just gotta believe in yourself you just gotta stay strong keep your head up don't give up cause give, giving up ain't gonna get you nowhere and I learned that the hard way and it will affect you like hard and just know like you know you got family they care they're always going to be there for you. If you got really solid friends, they're always there for you. 
They'll hear you out. That's your family, too. Yeah, they'll hear you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be scared to be like, hey, bro, or hey, sis, like, can we talk real quick? I need to let some shit out. You know, don't be scared, you know, because there's somebody out there that probably has the right advice for you to get through whatever. Um, what I'm going to say was to those who have grudges toward your parents, your siblings, your children, you know, friends that you once closed with, it's just like, remember this, every day is not promised. Life is really precious and it can be taken within a blink of an eye, literally, literally. You could be with your husband, your wife, your children, your parents, your brother, sister, and within a few seconds, moments, minutes, hours, or days even, they could be gone. And the last thing you said to them was, I hate you, or I don't want to see you again, or I wish you were fucking born, or I should have gave you up. Like, the moment you say that is the moment you open up that door to a place that you are not gonna be able to, to fucking come come back from, and that that's just real. Don't words do hurt regardless yeah. of what fucking people say. Like, don't ever get to that point. Don't just walk away. If you need some time, just walk away. Words words cut deep than any sort. Especially to your family. Especially to your family. That's been there since day one. Put clothes on your back. Yeah. Have a, you know, a roof over your head. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, words hurt the most. It may not have been everything you wanted, but it was something. At least you didn't have nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even if you did have nothing, you're still here to this day. So you should be grateful for that regardless, you know? It's, be blessed to wake up every morning. You know, it's not, there's a lot of people in the world who complain about what they don't have. But there's people who would kill for the things that you have. Real shit. You know what I mean? Real shit. Because I be at work and I just be thinking how blessed I am. Like I'm blessed I don't have a disease. I'm blessed I'm not sick. I'm I'm blessed that I'm able to wake up and have nothing wrong with me. I'm blessed that I can say I got work. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm blessed to, you know, have a paycheck every two weeks. Exactly. You know, like I'm a tow truck driver. Right. And it's fucked up, but I tow a lot of motorhomes and mm-hmm. I just literally just see like myself just fucking it up for that person because mm-hmm. that's the last thing he got. Right. And uh, what more, you know, can they do about it? Mm-hmm. They don't got money to get their home back. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. But at the same time, like, I'm just doing my job. That's your job, exactly. You know? Like, yeah. if I could help, I would. But I'm, you know, out here trying to make a living myself. You know, but, you know, all I can give you is, like, advice. And you got to be mature. And you got to have the right mindset to be able to take that advice and go do something with it. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people that are homeless, they just give up. They're not motivated. 
but I just can't see myself just being on the streets asking for food. Yeah. You know, just asking for money like it's a pride thing. It is. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You you don't want to be like that. Exactly. So you just got to be blessed with what you got. Work hard. And you know, you're going to get somewhere in life. You might not be at the top, but you're going to get somewhere in life because you worked your ass off. And right now, shit, my life ain't easy, bro. My life is not easy. Like, I may have, you know, a nice car, a nice place, but that shit was not easy. It was not easy at all. Hard work pays off. Yeah, hard work pays off. And I, you know, every year I try to elevate myself something better. You know, new place, maybe a new car. But I ain't trying to, you know, run my credit like that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to, like, one-up you or no shit like that. But I was, I was having a conversation uh, the other day with uh, my brother Malik. And I was like, bro, like, because uh, he was... Um, he was talking about uh, finding someone who's like he's like really attracted to, and um, just like going off, going off like looks. But I was like, you know, it's never about looks. It's really about who's really there for you or not. And talking about the, the family thing, like uh, pretty much like I, I, I got I got deeper into it, and I was like. Always try to better yourself, you know, and like a, a year, you know, that's, if, if that's your goal, that's your goal, but like every day, every day you wake up is another day to better yourself. Every day you wake up is a blessing. Every day is, yeah. every day is, is a new start. You know what I mean? So why not take that chance to make yourself better in that moment? If you want to go to the gym, literally just go, go sign up. That's the, that's the first step. First, first step, step is signing up. It's that fucking simple. And then motivate yourself to go this this amount of days or this amount of hours or work out this much and you know every 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 everything is about balance at the end of the day yeah you know you just gotta you know figure out a you know that schedule and maintain it and stick to it and be dedicated to it and then throughout the times you've been doing that schedule it's gonna be a habit yeah it's gonna be a routine like become become obsessed with it Exactly. In the best way. Literally, better yourself. Don't worry about these females out here. Don't worry about these niggas out here. Right. (laughs) That could come later. You know what I'm saying? The more you work on yourself, all that shit comes with it. It comes with the package. Exactly. It comes with the package. Nobody wants a bum ass, you know, nigga or female. None of that. If you're 25 and with your mom, it's a problem. It's a problem. if you're yeah. over, if you're over the age of twenty and don't got license, it's a problem. Nah, that that's a yeah. fact though. That's a fact. It's a problem. That's a fact. Like, come on now. That's that's high key embarrassing. It it's like the smallest shit. And it, not only that, that it, 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 it makes you look like you don't have your life together, like you don't got your purse together, which is kind of true. It's crazy because the small things matter, bro. Small shit like that matters a lot. Like that's just. A step into, yeah. like, a better life. That's just one of them, bro. 
That yeah, it's just a little step. You high know what I'm saying? That, you know, high school. I also some people who didn't graduate middle school, bro. Like middle yeah. school, like high school. Like I give motherfuckers props for graduating college this year that I went to high school with. Like, I ain't gonna lie, school wasn't for me. Mm-mm. School was not for me. Especially when you realize later, like, you have all these things wrong with you and you didn't know what it was from the beginning. So, like, damn, like, I wish I, I wish I were doing that shit back then. Yeah. You know? Like, the reason why you couldn't focus or the reason why you couldn't get along with people or you was getting bullied or, you know. But. You just didn't like fucking school. Like, it was, it was just too much. Like, you know. I give people props, whoever's in college. <laughs> I'm Y'all talking, I'm talking like university type shit. Like, I'm talking like, about that yeah, that university nuts. So props, props to y'all who are props, really, who bro. Really, who I, really I, I tell y'all like thirty years old. I honestly don't know how y'all do it, but at the end of the day, that shit helps them in life. After corner school and trade school and that college, yeah, they don't have, have a after that. I was like, nah, they don't have their school. own desk at Microsoft with Bill Gates, like, <laughs> and I'm over here towing cars and shit, like. After that, shit, I was like, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. After school, for me, once I started working, I was like, yeah. No. Yeah, I, I got hell. <laughs> I, I got like, hella respect for people that go to college yeah. after high school. I got so much respect for them because it's a lot of stress. <laughs> it's a I lot just, of I classes. I read, like, bro, like, I, even to this day, like, I'll, even, I'll try to read my Bible. Like, I try to, like, or, like, just even, like, little shit I get in the mail, like, shit about, like, license or, like, you know, whatever the case would be. Like, I won't read all of that shit at all. <laughs> I'll read like the first like, paragraph like I'm done bro like I literally open that shit like I, I, I don't care I, I, fuck I, it I cannot focus I'll read, I'll read like one scripture or two scriptures and be like I'm good nigga I go to the important part but the thing is like I'm good at reading and I can read fast like I just I can't do it for so long no, I get bored. I start like doing other start, shit. Start, start fucking around. Just, just, just doing random shit. That's one thing. Like yeah, the, the focus is not there. I don't know why I'm like that. I just that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm trying. I'm working on getting my CDL. Yeah. And I want to put myself in school. Like, I'm trying to have my job put me in school. Yeah. It's four week school. School for you what? You know what I'm saying? Huh? School for what? Commercial driver's license. Oh, that's so I can drive the semi trucks and shit. Yeah. Because that's where the money's yeah, at right now. For that? Yeah, you gotta go to school for that license. Drive truck. Well, I mean, I guess it's it's a it's a different process than actually driving like a regular vehicle, right? It is way different, bro. Yeah. You're you're driving with containers, you know, like chemicals and shit. All that hazardous stuff, like it's dangerous. Merchandise, bro. Like you never know what's in your trailer. Them you them never know. Oh, I mean. Or is it just like random? Like there, like, there's some jobs where you know what's in your trailer, and there's some that you don't. And you just got to drop it off at that location. <laughs> but, nah, CDL, it, it's a process. Good. Like, right now, I'm trying to get my permit. And, so, nigga, I can't fucking focus for shit. Bro, it's hard. Because studying is... It's the worst. It's the worst. Bro, when I was in school, I'd take tests. I always fucking failed the test, bro. Hey, I always... I ain't gonna lie. I know my tests. I always pick C. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I remember when the uh, the fucking uh, what's that shit called the Wassel when the Wassel came on, bro. I was going to patterns down the <laughs> down the uh, multiple choice. I was just, <laughs> I was just fucking around with the patterns, bro. And I I think one time I got like a seventy percent, but I didn't pass. <laughs> I, I think it was not passing that shit, bro. I remember uh, what is it? 
I know on a lot of quizzes and tests, when they have like that question, you got to write a paragraph. I used to always write N.A. I didn't give a fuck. Honestly, I hated it. Hated it. So, yeah, I give, you know, props to all you people in college or any type of schooling. I really do because I can't do it. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, about that grudge shit. Like yeah, just let that shit go, bro. It's it's not worth it. It's not. It's so not worth it. I can honestly say I regret this shit I said, and now that person's gone. It's like I can't even you, say sorry. Exactly that that shit did. Like that it it haunted me, bro. Like it's you feel like, so shitty. I felt so shitty. You know what I mean? And I knew I wasn't going to get a reply back, but I still sent a message mm-hmm. saying, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that he's not going to get it, but... At least I you st- did it. I still... You know? Yeah, exactly. So, don't hold grudges in. Let it go. It's like the people that are in your life now, you know, like... I'm not gonna sit here and say everybody's meant to stay, but everybody is in your life for a reason, whether they're a blessing or a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, keep them around until their time is done. You know, whether it's physically or spiritually, meaning physically them still being here, and spiritually meaning you know they're 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 passed away. You know, like keep them around for as long as you can. You never know when that. that Nobody's perfect, bro. Nobody's perfect, so. Nobody. You shouldn't have high expectations for people. And try to take the time to understand why someone is the way they are. Like, if you're so frustrated with that person, take the time to really just dig and see why they're like that instead of just getting at them in a negative way try to help them out. And and if they, if they don't want the help, then whatever, leave it alone. Don't, don't sit there and stress about it. You can only try so much, bro. Because at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you. I, I trust me. I've been there, done that. You know, I'm tired of wasting my breath. I it's just it's it's too much, bro. It's, 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 all it's draining, it's bro. It, it it is. It goes into one ear and out the other. If somebody don't want to be in their life, then you know, don't put in the effort to try to be in there. If someone's not communicating, do not. Yeah. Don't 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 press that. If they're if they're not gonna take the time to check up on you or you know see how your day was, every not saying like every day, but like every now and then, like even just like just like tapping with you, like let that shit go, bro. Like move on. Do you? You'll find somebody better. You'll find better friends. You'll find better, a better relationship. Whatever the case may be. Something there's always something something and someone better out there for you. I promise you. It just takes time. It's a, lot, a lot of patience. Yeah, just be patient, you know? Savali, I mean, patience is not Savali, patience. I don't got oh, much man. patience in Seattle. I'm finna move to Texas. Fuck it. Fuck Texas. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> shit out there from what I heard. No, I'm just playing. I'm finna go to I, I never been there, so I can't, I, can't, I can't really say fuck it. Hey, it's hella big. I ain't gonna I've lie to you. It, it's huge. I was like, I never, had, no, damn. I never had no reason to go, though. I'm keeping the book. I don't know. I have family out there, but I don't, I, I don't know if I like that. I never like been like in the city of like Dallas or anything, mm-hmm. but I like drove past it. But 
That shit's huge. Matter of fact, I would go to Texas for the um, for the um, their car shows. They even have some bomb ass car shows. Like, oh, no doubt. Uh, you don't see none but niggas with chargers and Hellcats though, cause that's all they do down there, bro. Man. That's all they do down there. I'm a West Coast nigga until I die. Lolo's, Lolo's and JDMs. <laughs> you want some JDMs? Go to Tokyo, muscles, bro. Muscles and, I didn't want to go to Tokyo low, high key. I, I bet you their car shows go nuts. I see some shit on YouTube, bro. The stuff that they have that we can't have here is fucking insane. Insane. I seen a dude, I seen a, a, a lime green evil with a see-through uh, hood on the car. And the, the, the tent was lime green. You could see every engine part. Like, his shit was like, his turbo was like, was like lighting up. And like, bro, like, his, his shit was nuts. Bro. You know why? It was nuts. Because all that shit is from out there. Duh. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, all that shit's from out there. They got it easy. If we, if we, try, to, if we try to order something from out there right now, it's going to take about a month or two to even get here. I was um, I was watching another video <clears throat> in, uh, on, on, uh, on uh, Tokyo, uh, uh, Tokyo Japan's uh, JDM cars, right? The, the car scene. You know how we out here we it's rare to see like R thirty twos, you know, R thirty four shit like that. They got a whole lots full of them out there just sitting there waiting to be bought, bro. Still in like mint condition. So what you're saying, we taking a trip? But no, but what I didn't know is there's also a lowrider community in Japan. Do you know that? You said what? It's a lowrider community in Japan. Lowriders. What yeah. They they have this uh this uh, cholo Japanese scene. It's they they literally dress the Asians out there be dressing like that. It's like this shit, like bro. Oh, like, I did hear about that. Yeah, I did. It's yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's hella interesting. If y'all haven't checked it out, go check it out on YouTube. It's pretty, it's pretty dope. I did hear like, about um, that. It's crazy how different countries ex- inspire others. You know. Facts. It's insane. But uh, about to wrap it up. But uh, before we go, I'm gonna leave you guys with another motivational quote or a quote uh, like I did last time. So this one is called the law of attraction. Your mind is a magnet. If you think of blessings, you attract blessings. And if you think of problems, you attract problems. Always cultivate good thoughts and remain positive. Real shit. And that's that. This has been the Rose Garden Podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's been your favorite host, you know, King. And your co-host, TJ. We out of here.